You are listening to episode 15 of the Gracefield CEO podcast. I have a special treat for you today. Abby Martinez is joining me for an in-depth conversation about making pivots in your business. Usually when change comes, we want to run for the hills, <laughs> but sometimes change can be really, really good. Abby and I talk about money mindset, fears that come up, how to realign ourselves to where we need to be. If you are thinking about making a change in your business or you're in the middle of changing something in your business, this episode is for you. You are not alone in this and we've got your back. Have you been listening to the Gracefield CEO podcast and loving it? We would love to know. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts and those reviews are so valuable to me and I appreciate them so, so much. Feel free to go ahead and pause this episode and do so now. When you come back, we'll start the show. Welcome to the Gracefield CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Dalberry, an online business manager for creatives who are scaling their business while focusing on what matters to them. I'm so excited to bring an honest and energizing take on being a CEO while you raise your family. In case no one has told you recently, it's possible to rock at both. Every episode will include actionable steps that will encourage and empower you to build a business that supports your family and that thrives through systems, strategy, and most importantly, heart. Join me on this journey to becoming a grace-filled CEO. Today, I am joined by Abby Martinez. She is an agency owner as well as a business consultant and coach. Welcome, Abby. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Jillian, for having me on. Of course, I'm so excited to chat. You and I have connected over Instagram and had the privilege of chatting over Zoom as well. And I just love every moment I get to spend with you because I, first of all, I love your voice. I feel like it's so calming and it's so wonderful. So I think that's really going to translate well on this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I love hearing that. <laughs> it's so great to connect again with you here. And yeah, I've, I've loved building up our relationship through Instagram and of course, through our conversations through Zoom and yeah, always love connecting with other amazing entrepreneurs. Yeah, same here. So tell me a little bit about your current business and who you serve. Yeah, of course. So I run an agency. It's called Abby Martinez & Co. Um, and as Jillian said, I'm also a business consultant and coach. And on the agency side, we have OBM and VA services. So really, there's two sides to my business. Um, we have the agency side where we have clients that come in to work with us, either in the OBM role, the VA role, and um, we do system setups and business consulting. And then on the other side of my business, I have the coaching side where I actually coach others who want to start their own online business, which typically is the virtual assistant side. And that's, yeah, that's what we do. And we, we primarily serve female entrepreneurs in the creative online space. So we work with like a lot of coaches, both in the business space and life coaches, photographers, copywriters, designers, pretty much anyone in the online space is who we attract and work with. Gotcha. I love that. So have you always done both of those things in your business or if not, which came first? Yeah, such a great question. So I actually started first myself as a virtual assistant and then quickly realized I was doing a lot more than the typical virtual assistant does and found the term online business manager and went through the certification process. And then I went through another OBM program. And right around the time that I was transitioning fully into the OBM role, I decided to also start doing the coaching side where I started coaching other virtual assistants on how to start their business. 
Um, so that's kind of been the trajectory of that. And then eventually, let's say last October is when we started to actually build out the agency when the business just kept growing, um, realized that I needed to have more support. And so it's kind of first VA, then OBM, then coaching, and now the agency. So that's kind of how it's evolved. I feel like that's a similar, that's a similar story to mine as well about starting as a VA and then realizing, oh, I'm actually doing more. And then you stumble across the term of online business manager and you're like, oh, I didn't know this existed. (laughs) Yes. It was like such a whole new world when I realized, oh, wait, like there is a term for me. I don't know if you felt this too, but when I first started as a VA, I was like, this is great. I'm doing all these things. And then I started to be like, I'm actually doing like so much more than the typical VA. And I, and I started to feel this like inner conflict of like, what am I? Like, how do I categorize myself? And then it wasn't until I found the term OBM. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is exactly what I'm doing. This is exactly who I am and how I serve people. And it's continued to evolve from there. But it was so cool because yeah, who knew that that was even a job? Yeah, I know. I felt the same way. So I'm curious how, since you started out as a VA and then OBM, tell me a little bit about where you've been in your business as far as like making a pivot? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. So I feel like pivoting is such a hot topic too, because I feel like a lot of people are feeling that, at least in the conversations I'm having, a lot of people are feeling that like need to pivot. And so for me personally, my journey was the, I think the biggest pivot for me in my journey was going from being just myself in my business, like a one man show, one woman show into that agency model. And it's different for everyone. Knowing when to pivot is different for everyone in their business. We all have a different journey, but I will say that there are likely some distinct markers that are similar across the board. So oftentimes I hear people talking about not finding joy in what they're doing anymore, or their business is growing faster than they can handle on their own, or you're multi-passionate and you want to create a bigger impact. And so it may be one of these things or it may be multiple factors. And for myself, I relate to both the second one and the third one being that my business was growing faster than I could handle on my own. And also I'm super multi-passionate and wanted to create a bigger impact. And God has been so gracious to me in that. In my business, I just kept getting a lot of referrals as an OBM. I realized that I needed to move in the direction of having a team. And so that was like really the first big pivot for me is like, whoa, it's like so much bigger than myself. How do I take this and yeah, adjust what I'm doing to make it actually work and continue and to create that bigger impact? Yeah. I love how consistent you are. I spoke to you. Oh gosh. I don't even know if it was, I feel like it was a long time ago, but it it may have been six months to a year ago where we first connected. And I remember you saying on Instagram, it was like an Instagram audio note a voice note. And you said, I just wanted to make a bigger impact. Like that's what I knew. That's when I knew something needed to change and I needed to grow in capacity or I needed to make a slight shift. And for you to say that again here today, like it just, it just fills me with like some solidarity of like, yes, like we all have that gut feeling and that need to pivot of like, something's not quite right. Like you, yes, you feel like you're in your zone, but maybe not in your zone of genius. And so you're like still trying to figure things out and testing things out and experimenting and pivot. That word itself can seem kind of scary, but I don't want it to scare anyone away. I feel like it's a really powerful thing when you own your own online business and you can create the business that you need for your life. You have the power to pivot. It's a power move, you know? Yes, I so agree with that. And it's interesting too, because I've heard this and I will say it over and over again, like 
becoming an entrepreneur is the biggest personal development journey you will ever go on. I would say like pivoting is such a huge part of that. It's because for me, it's like, like you said, working in your zone of genius. And like, while I am a great OBM, my strength is in actually having that bigger impact and like leading at a higher level and leading the team and having, you know, being able to use my skills in those ways to be able to basically inject what I know into my team so that they can go out and like make an impact for all of our clients. And it's funny because when I think back on, so I was a teacher before I became a business owner. And I think back on how, you know, I, teaching was my first love. And also I could feel this like need and this desire for leadership. And if you've never been in the teaching world, there's sometimes it's kind of hard to step into that role because you're constantly having to like prove yourself. And for me, it's just like something that was never fulfilled in that role. And so now in my pivot and my business, I can see like, wow, that, that was so deeply rooted. And it's just being uncovered again in like a new way. So it was really beautiful to see that and to also be like verified in the fact that that is actually a gift that's been given to me from God. And to be able to use that is really cool. Do you follow Ken Coleman at all? I don't. He is a part of like the Dave Ramsey group. He's okay. a personality over there. And he talks a lot about the proximity principle and like being in and around the people and the thing that you want to do. But he also talks about using your gifts and your passions and how you can merge together all of those things and it could look differently in different seasons of life like you can use your talents and your gifts in the in the way that God has gifted you and your skill set in one season of life and you could use them all in a different season of life and it could look completely different but you are still completely fulfilled because you're using all of those things like the vehicle changes sometimes of getting you from point A to point B. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And I, yeah, I love that. I completely agree with that. And I feel like that has definitely been a huge part of my experience. Yeah, I love that. So what are some things to consider about making a pivot in your business? Yeah, this is such a great question because I think a lot of times going into a pivot, um, there's a lot of fear around that and it can bring up a lot of stuff for us, right? So I think the first thing is, you really want to consider the risk versus benefit, but also not to get too hung up there because likely there are other, uh, I'll say stakeholders in what you do in your business. Like for myself, I have a family. And so that's important to consider, right? So like when I'm thinking about pivoting in my business, things that I need to know are, am I going to have to take a dip in income to become more aligned in my business? Because that may happen. And if, and if that is the case, then how is that going to affect other people who are a part of this process, my, myself, my family, my team. Um, so that is something to consider when you are pivoting. But again, don't get too hung up here because if you do have to take an income dip just to get to, you know, to raise that back up on the other side where you want to go, it's not the end of the world. And it's actually going to be more life-giving to you if it's in alignment. So I think that's the first thing. I think the other thing is really knowing yourself and being able to trust yourself and trusting the plan that God is leading you to is huge because sometimes God asks us to do things that are super out of our comfort zone, super scary. And I think our immediate human reaction is to be like, oh, absolutely not. Like, not me. I can't do that. Like, shut that down. That's too big. But if you trust that and you lean into that, that is actually where you find more joy and more alignment. And that's that's really been true for me. And I, I think the other thing too that I'll say is I really feel like God has shown me what a yes feels like and what a no feels like. Yeah, I think we all have that power within us. And when we get really still and ask the question, 
God's going to answer and show up in that. And so I think it's, it's a balance of like the logistics of pivoting and also like the feeling, if that makes sense, like the feeling of like, is this a yes? Is this a no? Like, is this somewhere that God is leading me or not? And putting those two things together to stay in alignment. I think that's like really the core of it. Yeah, I love that. So you talked about like having a potential dip in income based on how you decide to pivot in your business. Yeah. So that that is fearful for all of us, right? Like that's enough for us to say, eh, I think I'll wait. <laughs> or yeah. I think I'll quiet that voice in my head, especially when we have a family and our income is important. I'm in the same situation and had to make a choice where if I wanted to pivot in this other direction, which I felt called to, I was going to have to scale back. You know, I know I, I felt really blessed in that I felt like God provided the means for me to be able to do that in one way or another. And it doesn't always look the same and it doesn't always look the way that we want it to. But I know for myself, like I've had that security of knowing that there is, I was able to, you know, put basically put money away to help compensate for and kind of just hold it away in case I needed to supplement that in my income. And so that's something that that I've had to do in process. And it's even hard to know that sometimes there's more money going out than coming in. But that's also the ebb and flow of business, right? Especially in these moments where you make these pivots. So based on your experience, what do you recommend having in place before you make a pivot or a shift? Yeah, that's such a good question and such a great point that you make around money too, because I think a lot of us in entrepreneurship are probably on our own money journey and money mindset journey. And so it can be really scary when you have to potentially take a dip to go in the direction that you need to go. And so I love what you just talked about, Jillian, and how you kind of stockpiled money so that you had that there to help supplement in case you needed it. And the other thing I will say is, yeah, I think with this too, it's like a balance of you know, investing in your business to in the right ways to move it forward sometimes means that you do have more money going out than coming in at times. But in my experience in doing that and in investing in the right ways and in the right um, support and people, it always, it reaps its reward basically. And so when we think about finances, one of the things that I've had to do as a business owner is really not look at it month to month. I think it's important to be really on top of your finances but also looking at it holistically like this quarter or this six months or this year. Um, because while, you know, this month I may be spending more than I'm earning, if I look at it holistically, how is it actually panning out by the end of the year? Am I, you know, am I going to be in a better spot than I was? So I think that's something to definitely look at and to be clear on. I think um, another thing to have in place before making a, a pivot or a shift is having a clear plan of what you're trying to create. You don't have to know all of the steps in between. Like you don't have to know the how and get super hung up on that because I think if you know what it is that you're trying to create and if that is the aligned thing, then like just put one foot in front of the other and the doors will continue to open and more will be revealed along the way. So I really believe in that. And then of course, as an OBM and like I call myself a systems guru, I think having systems and processes along the way to support you are are key. So um, if one of the things that you're really fearful around is money, then have a system and process around how do you check in with your money each month? Like what are your bookkeeping processes and getting really clear on that, right? And, and an example for myself, it was how much, how much did I need to let go of to be able to have the agency and also have the coaching side of my business, right? And to continue to grow the agency. So for me, it was like, 
how much more support can I receive like in building a team and even passing off some of the clients that I was personally working with. We needed a lot of systems and processes in place for that to happen. So sometimes it's a matter of just like, what do you need in your own circle, like in your own small bubble? And sometimes it's a larger scale of like, what does everyone else need as well to make this as smooth as a transition as it can possibly be? I love that point of what you said about if money seems to be the place where you feel the fear, like have a system around the money. I am a firm believer around like creating a system to take the emotion out of something like that. Like money is not intended to be emotional, but we often tap into that emotion when we talk about our money (laughs) because it means something to us, right? And it doesn't mean that we have a love of money or whatever. It just means that we have to have money to support our family. And that's an important thing. And it's totally okay to feel that fear and emotion around it. There's nothing wrong with that. However, know yourself, know if that is going to be a hangup for you, set a system around it to protect that. And then that goes for everything else too. Maybe it's not money. Maybe it's just your own mindset, you know, create a boundary for yourself or put some people in your life to help check you, you know, to ask you the right questions, to help point you back to truth. Like these are all important things to do as well as having a concrete plan for how you're wanting to pivot. Yes, I totally agree. And I think going back to the money, it's funny because I feel like we're spending a lot of time on the money thing, but it's so important. And especially as women, like, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I feel like a lot of women do relate to this, that money is security. It's like working through that mindset and also like trusting, like, this is a big thing that I've had to work on is like, God's got my bank account. Like that's something I've had to really try to let go of. And it's still a work in process, but I cannot make emotional decisions about money. And I think that is a huge thing to consider when you're pivoting, because I think a lot of it does tie back to that. And so I love that we're spending some time on that. Yeah, same here. It's, it's really good. Like there's, oh man, I could have a whole other conversation about God and money (laughs) and how he has provided in so many different circumstances. We won't go down that road today, but I would love to chat more about like what, if somebody is listening to this and they're like, okay, I'm listening to Abby and Jillian and I just feel like, okay, it's the, it's the right time. I know I need to make a pivot in my business. What would you say is the first step for somebody in making that change? Yeah, I would say first, like turn a little bit inward and get clear on what that is first. Um, get some clarity. I think having the clarity in place to be in alignment, you've heard me say alignment probably a hundred times already today, um, but it's so important to get in alignment with what what is God calling you to do? What do you feel called to? And then from that place, start taking action. And one of the biggest things that I did to support myself in transitioning from being by myself into an agency model was I asked myself, who do I need in my corner to help me to get where I want to go? And for me at that time, that was hiring my own OBM um, because I was, I had so much client work that I needed someone else to like help me get the ball going on this. And so asking yourself, who do you need in your corner? Um, to get you to where you want to go. And then from that place, also mapping out the actions that need to be taken. And again, not getting hung up on the how it's going to happen. Like let's put one foot in front of the other and then more will be revealed as you go. Yeah, I love that. So as we're like planning out these steps, I can like, I'm just like channeling my own thoughts as far as like if it were me and I was taking a step in a different direction, I would probably be overthinking things. (laughs) I would probably be like, 
questioning myself or I would be worrying about the money, like all the things. So what are some like generalized watch areas for people as they make shifts like this? Just things like for people to be aware of so that we can kind of get in front of those challenges and and meet them with truth. Yeah, absolutely. I think you mentioned something a little while back in saying that you should, you know, have people around you who can point you back to truth. So I definitely think that sharing what it is that you're trying to create with someone who can kind of help you hold that that desire for where you're going and always point you back to the truth. I think that is really important um, because it, it can be really easy to get caught up in like where you're trying to go that sometimes you can lose sight. And so I think when things fall out of an alignment, like be prepared to pause and get them back into alignment. And it's also okay to go slow if that's the pace that the pivot wants to take. I think that everyone around us is moving at such a lightning speed. It can make us feel like, oh my gosh, we got we to gotta go. We got to get this done. We got to do that. And we need to be the same. But I think the biggest and most important thing to pay attention to is how your business feels in the process. It's really important because if your business is not feeling good to you, then you're just creating another job for yourself and you're not actually creating a, you know, a better life for yourself. And so I think that's really important to pay attention to. How does your business feel in the process? I think another thing that I have heard and that I like totally subscribe to is knowing that everything in your business is a giant experiment because one thing may work for someone else and may not work for you, right? So it's like being able to follow systems and processes is great to a T, but also know that like it's okay to try different things on. Like it's just a big giant experiment to not be afraid to change your mind or pivot the original plan. I can't even tell you the amount of times that I've had to like change the plan in the agency because I've learned more, like more has been revealed to me along the way. And it's okay, like not to be so stuck in this is how it has to happen or this is how it should happen. And I think a big thing for me has just been staying open to the new possibilities along the way because just it's impossible to know everything that's going to happen on your journey to pivoting your business. And so staying open and, you know, trying to keep it fun and light while also balancing like the logistics of the things that actually have to get done too. Yeah, absolutely. So when when I was talking about with my business coach about making a pivot in my business, I was like, you know, I would love to have a copywriter and have someone do the branding for it and have someone take over the social media and all these things. And I was like, but I'm a little bit burdened by how much that's going to cost. And she said, Jillian, like this is new. This is an experiment you don't know if this is going to stick. Like we all want it to stick, but you just don't know. And so to do like a soft launch, to do something and introducing it to the world, it doesn't have to be this big thing. It could just be small and that's okay. Like you said, it could be slow. Like give yourself permission to make it, to do it slow and to make it small. And also give yourself permission to go back to, to being scrappy. I think something that I kind of had to realign my mind with is once you get to a certain point in your business and you're able to hire help for certain things, it's harder to go backwards in that. It's almost like a different, like a mindset shift that you need to remind yourself that you actually may not need all of these people to make this happen in your slow, small start. Sometimes you just need to be scrappy. And that's my story. Like that is my story of business being scrappy. And so like getting to a point in your business where you have to kind of go back to that can be difficult mindset wise, but it does not mean that your business is not successful. It does not mean that 
you're farther behind than anyone else. And I love that you touched on too, like we get this hurried feeling when we see other people posting things or other people doing something similar and we think, oh, we've got to get there before them. But that's just not true because when God has got our back and he has put us in this direction, like his timing is perfect. And so therefore, when we are in alignment with him, our timing is perfect. And another thing I wanted to touch on with you is I listened to a, I think it was like a Priscilla Shire Bible study, and I can't remember which one it was, but this has always stuck with me. She talked about our gut feelings of red light, yellow light, green light. When we feel anxiety, like like deep anxiety about a move and a pivot, it's a red light. Stop. Abort. Like <laughs> walk away. It's not the right time. When we feel hesitation, we feel, and maybe it's just kind of like this low level, something's just not sitting right. It's that yellow light. It's, hey, you may want to slow down a little bit. You may want to refine this before you propel forward. But when we feel peace, that is our green light to just like hit the ground running with God and go after it. I love that. I think that is so true. And I could even like probably map out all of those different feelings on my journey <laughs> to becoming an age of faith. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like figuring out what is in alignment and what is not. And and for me, it's, you know, and I, I'll, you know, for anyone, it's like, how do you most connect with God? And like, how do you get into, into those feelings? And so for me, a lot of times it is like sitting still and like turning inward. It's like, that's where I find God. It's like, where are the answers, you know, inside? Like, cause that is, for me, it's like, that's where God is at. Right. And so yeah. I think it's so true to like, I think I touched on this earlier too. It's like our bodies know that yes or no. And to me, when my body knows that, it's like God telling me that's what I mean by that. And so I love that's like a direct correlation. It's like those feelings of red, yellow, and green. And I think sometimes we can get wrapped up in like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Jillian, but I feel like maybe some other people can relate to this, but it's like you want this big, like profound answer from God where it's like, this is a yes, like you go do it, you know, like him coming out of the clouds or something telling you uh, and reassuring you that this is a yes. And and it's not always, most of the time, it's not going to be that, but being in tune with yourself and being in tune with, yeah, how you connect with God and and listening for that feeling and using that to help guide you is so important. Yeah, I agree. And it only happens with history, right? Like we have to build history in these experiences and be in tune with the way that we feel and then look back, be reflective on the other experiences that we've had and maybe where we got out of alignment versus what felt really solid and really clear and really peaceful. Yeah, totally. My coach talks about this all the time. It's like building evidence for yourself and being reflective back on that. It's like, okay, what is the evidence telling me? So a lot of times when I, for me, when I go into this fear place of scarcity and, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what's going to happen in the future because we don't know, but I still find fear there. It's like, okay, if I want to take a step out in this direction, um, when was I last in that place? When did I last feel like that? I remember leaving teaching and feeling like, oh my gosh, like this is the end of the world. I'm leaving my safe job and my security net. And I built all of this evidence of like, actually, like that is what felt in alignment and like God showed up and like opened so many doors for me. So it's like looking at, you know, where do I want to go next in my business when I pivoted into the agency? It was looking at that evidence and having to look at that over and over again, because there was a lot of fear in moving into that model. But yeah, I think that's so important, looking at the evidence you're creating and how God is showing up for you and being reflective, because we are so easy to forget. Yes, so true. So I feel like this episode is encouraging all in its own right for people who are wanting to make a pivot in their business. But I want to open the floor to you. 
what would you like to say to somebody who is thinking about this, um, a listener of the Gracefield CEO? And if they're in a season of change in their business or a season of pivoting, what would you like to say to them? Yeah. Oh, I love this. I would say first, let's just take a deep breath together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just take a deep breath first off. Get yourself recentered because you probably are experiencing that inner turmoil feeling if you're feeling a call to pivot in your business. There is a lot of fear and there is a lot of unknown. And I would say don't make your decisions from that place of fear and unknown. Because if you choose to make your decisions from there, you're, you're never going to get to go to the next place of where you want to go and where you want to take your business. Trust that everything is working in your favor. Get into alignment, as you've heard me say. And yeah, look at the evidence of what has already happened in your life and, and the ways that God has already shown up for you um, as you head into this new journey in your business. And just trust that he has got you. He's got your bank account. He's got the how of how this is going to happen. And just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, I love that. I, as you were saying that, I was kept thinking, he's got your back and he's got your bank account. <laughs> yeah. What more could you need? <laughs> exactly. I love that. I feel like I need a t-shirt with that on there. <laughs> right. I feel like I do too. <laughs> all right. Well, Abby, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for sharing all of this wisdom with us today. Thank you for sharing about how like your relationship with God has also impacted this decision and how you process that. Like I'm, I'm so appreciative of you sharing that side of it as well. Um, can you just tell the uh, podcast listeners where they can find you and learn more about you and what you do? Yes, absolutely. I would love for you guys to come find me on Instagram. It's at Abby, A-B-B-Y, Martinez Co. And you can also um, find me on my website at abbymartinez.co. And thank you so much, Jillian, for having me on. This was such a beautiful conversation. And I hope that it is so inspiring to your audience and everyone who gets to listen to it. Thank you again for being here. And we'll talk soon. Amazing. Thank you. You guys, wasn't that episode with Abby so, so good? As I said in our time together, my business is also going through a shift. I have loved being an OBM for creative business owners, and I still plan to do that and serve my clients above and beyond. But I'm also really passionate about sharing with other people that they can build a business as an online business manager that is flexible, sustainable, and profitable. If this is something that interests you, I'll be teaching a masterclass soon on building your business as an OBM, and I would love to have you join me. Visit the link in the show notes to know when and where you can register. Until next time, I'm cheering you on. <laughs>